have you on, General. Um, you know, thank you for your service to our country. This is a story that's going to have a big impact on the government shutdown and spending fight and spending in Ukraine. Uh, we have CBS 60 Minutes discovering the government is spending $25 billion on Ukraine small businesses, farmers, plus paying the salaries of 57,000 first responders. But then you've got this new GAO report. Show the images. A dozen military installations in the U.S. You're talking U.S. soldiers are living in filthy, squalid conditions. What's your reaction to that? Yeah, Liz, first of all, thanks for having me. Look, this report is horrific. This report just came out in September. Uh, you know, it's, a, it's about a 100-page report, and it's on the conditions of military barracks globally. There's about 9,000 barracks that the military has. The reason why this is important, this is when young men and women join the military, come into the military. They're put in these houses. This is their apartments, what they come into. And what that GAO report shows is that there's the air conditioning is broken or the heating is broken. It's pest-infected. They've got bad sanitation conditions. It's actually really, really horrific, and it causes enormous morale problems and people problems as well. And the report has 31 different recommendations. Here's a, the recommendation I've got. Go back to accountability. In the Department of Defense, you have actually a director of housing at DOD, and each one of the major services, Army, Navy, Marine, Air Force, have people that are responsible for housing. They're failing in their job. What you ought to do is get rid of these people. Just move them out. Make a very bold statement. The most important thing that the military has are their people. The humans that are involved in it, not the kit, not the equipment, but the young men and women that come into the military. And you put them in these conditions that are horrific conditions, and you've showed some of the pictures. It's absolutely dis disturbing to me as a former commander of the military. When I was in the military, one of the first things we would do is we'd always go into the barracks. We'd always see how the young men and women were living. Were they okay? Was it decent for them to live in? Were the conditions okay? Were they appropriate? And this shows that it's not. And it's a real damning indictment of the military. And right now, when you're looking at deferred cost, they talk in that report, they're talking about deferred maintenance of over $100 billion. And the budget for the, for the O&M, for the barracks, is only $15 billion. They've got a major problem. They need to figure it out. Are they going to have a real problem with recruiting, which they do now, at 66%, but also retention? And 9 out of 10 soldiers in the Army say that the barracks conditions they live in will impact on how they're going to, if they're going to stay in the military or not. And right now the answer is no, they're you not. Know. All right, welcome back to the, this Thursday. While we're spending billions upon billions of dollars in Ukraine, we're letting our own military suffer. I mean, that's not, it's not surprising. I'm, I'm going to, we're going to be as honest as possible here. I don't know how long these conditions have been the way they are. I don't know who is made aware of them or not. I couldn't say for sure. Does Biden know that the, this is happening? And this is me assuming Biden's in his right frame of mind, which we know he's not, but does he know it's happening? Was this happening under president Trump? I don't know. I can't say. But what I can say is this, if we're, if we're sending billions upon billions of dollars to aid Ukraine, if we're able to help out their small businesses, if we're able to pay their first responders at a minimum, all that should only happen if that's the cause they want to go for, which I, I disagree with it hundred percent, but that's the, what I'm, the point I'm trying to make is if that's their cause that they're going for at a minimum, we better be tight. Everything better be perfect, especially especially with our military.
I mean, if if roads and bridges are lacking a little bit here and there, and so we're going to need some work on infrastructure and stuff, I get it that stuff like that takes time. And I mean, depending on where you're at, look at if you're if you're in down south, you know what time it is. How long have they been working on I-95 in Miami? Holy crap! I I I can't remember a time since I've been driving. I mean, thirty years that. The I-95 wasn't under construction. I mean, it seems like it never ends. The construction never ends. Okay, So I, I get it that stuff like this takes a long time or it intentionally takes a long time or whatever the case may be. Uh, stuff like that, if we're lagging on it a little bit, okay. But when it comes to the military, uh, the images you did not see, serious black mold. I mean, just spores and just plumes of black mold all over everything. Uh, it looks like bathrooms just disgusting, not scary as far as fecal matter and everything in there. Uh, ceilings, obviously, they're having leaks in the roof, and, and the ceilings are all stained because water is constantly coming in, which obviously is probably part of the mold problem because, you, you know, the water and the moisture is in there. I, I, I don't – it needs to be fixed. Yeah, I mean, if, if we could spend all this money on useless crap – we can spend all this money on a forever war because now it looks like Russia-Ukraine is another forever war. And every time a Democrat gets in office, we always get into some type of forever war. And it takes finally one bold Republican or conservative to finally stop the crap. And then they, they bring us right back into it. Finally, President Trump's pulling out and doing everything right, not starting any more wars. And as soon as you put Joe Biden back in power, here we are again. We're the whole damn wars is at war again. But, I mean, we need our young men and women... Okay, to, in the military to live in sanitary conditions, to feel proud about where they're at, to feel good about where they're at. I mean, look at how bad the military is. I, not only did we were we worried about all of the re-education that the military is going through right now, where they're creating cream puffs in the military uh, that are coming out of there with uh, pink and blue hair. We're finding out that the conditions that they live in are deplorable. I mean, so how healthy can a soldier be Living in a condition like that. Not not just mentally. How about physically? It's not good for you to breathe a lot of that stuff. How good are you physically to go to war? Oh, God. Yeah, I, I, I fear for our country if we go to get into a world war. I really do because I, I don't know what these people are going to do. Are they going to be more concerned with who they're shooting you know, because of the re-education, only kill white people or something like that. I mean, I, mean, I, I don't – you just wonder. Are they just not going to do it? They hate America. They're going to turn on America too. I, you just you just wonder you wonder where we're going from here because everything is just really really struggling right now everything is falling apart around us you know the the longer the, the more the days go by the more crap that is found out the more you just shake your head and go i just i can't believe that we're in this situation you wouldn't be able to believe the pictures the pictures are horrible i mean black mold i mean black mold's dangerous Breathing those spores is dangerous. It ain't good for you. You're not going to be healthy. And you got these young kids living in those conditions. Not to mention, you get into all the COVID stuff, you're pumping them full of uh, uh, experimental chemicals, and God knows what that's doing to their insides, on top of the fact that you got them living like that. What a shame. And again, I don't know who knows and who doesn't know about it. I don't know if Biden knows about it. <laughs> I don't, I, it and it's, it doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter who knows about it. What matters is, is it should not be that way, and it needs to be corrected. You know, these you got these eighteen-year-old kids in there that you, at least when they go in, 
they're going in with the best of intentions because they love their country. Um, I don't know after that how the re-education works, but at least when they originally go in there and we like to treat them with the sacrifices they're making, we should it should be equal. It should be, you know, five-star all the way for you guys because you guys are willing, guys and girls are willing to do something that most people are not. All right, uh, the government shutdown. You know, I mean, the Blaze posted a screenshot of Joe Biden. Um, I don't know. I Okay, I don't know. I didn't check into this. I just happened to come up on it. And uh, the Blaze is pretty good about checking into things. So I'm kind of going with that because of how they are. And, and they're to me, they're a very trusted source. Uh, but they got a screenshot of Joe Biden's Twitter account where uh, McConnell says if Speaker McCarthy and the House Republicans shut down the government, they're voting to uh, defund Border Patrol. And Joe Biden goes, you know, I agree with Mitch here. Why House Repo- Why would House Republicans want to defund Border Patrol is beyond me. I don't know for a fact, because I didn't check this out. I didn't see this article. It was on C-SPAN. If that's what he actually said, I mean, just shows you where we're at. Cocaine Mitch and Joe Biden are in agreement. Just kind of shows you, you just kind of know where we're at at that point. You can see that that uh, they're just both swamp creatures, which if you don't know that about Mitch McConnell already, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news for you guys, but Mitch McConnell, I don't know whatever he used to be. Maybe he was better once upon a time, but the turtle, cocaine Mitch, uh, from what I have seen, I, I got I don't have any trust in that guy. Uh, McCarthy in the house, uh, standing their ground to get something done. They should. They, they need to. We need to get something done for the country, for Christ's sake. I mean, you got to stand your ground at some point. You guys are just giving away everything, everything under the sun. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but, you know, we always hope for a better outcome. We always hope for something better than what we got last time. You know, I hope they don't disappoint us again because uh, one thing that the Republican Party likes to do is let us down. I mean, we don't, they don't miss an opportunity to do that. Um, <clears throat> that's all I'm really going with the shutdown there. Uh, an article published in The Sun or under showbiz. Um, this was a, if you don't know about the whole Russell brand deal, Russell brand, I guess a, a, a lady came out from God, it's old, maybe 20 years ago, whatever the case may be. Uh, she came out and accused Russell brand of, uh, forcibly raping her. Uh, Russell brand has denied it uh, from what I've seen. You know, there's still a lot of controversy swirling about it. Well, if you don't know that, you can look into it. No, I'm not much. You know, that's not my thing. I'm not going to go get into that. Celebrities or whatever they are. Uh, but what uh, did catch my attention was uh, an online expert <clears throat> said that Russell Brand's refuge platform, Rumble, may be forced offline under new Internet safety laws. Uh, an online expert says that Russell Brand's refuge platform, Rumble, could be forced offline under new safety laws. The free speech website used by comedian Brand to host his videos risks being forced out of Britain, uh, it has been suggested. 
The Canadian-based platform is, uh, has come under scrutiny after being used by Brand to share videos as he denies allegations of rape and sexual assault. He's been posting daily episodes of his Stay Free program on Rumble since signing the deal with the website a year ago. Uh, it now faces being regulated by UK media watchdog Ofcom under the new online safety bill, which was approved by Parliament last week and is due to become law next month. Uh, tougher new rules could prompt Rumble's bosses to stop broadcasting to Britain, a tech expert has suggested. Where this is going is they're saying <laughs> that if Rumble, the corporation, continues to keep Brand on the platform and he keeps getting paid for doing what he's doing on there on Rumble, that if the CEOs... Uh, of rumble are to set foot over there that they will be arrested for it i mean that that's pre pretty much i'm summing it up but that's pretty much what it comes down to it's saying that they <coughs> excuse me that they um unbelievably will be the ones that get arrested when you leave the country i, I mean it, it's insane We've reached a, a point here where um, if this person on your platform has some problems, then because you're not doing anything about it, you're not deplatforming them, then we're just going to arrest you. You want to talk about forced compliance? There's there, definitely no freedom there. That means you are only allowed to hear and see what they deem appropriate. I mean, we're, we're, we're going down such an ugly path. And, and, you know, it's going to take everybody standing together uh, and figuring this out for us to reverse course. But we're going down such an ugly path where there are so many people that want to silence everybody else. They want to suppress everything that everybody's saying. They certainly don't want the truth to get out. And if you do not agree with the establishment, with the globalists, uh, they are coming for you. And they're trying to figure out every way possible. Uh, an easy way to shut everybody up is, is if there's a platform where now the CEOs and owners of the company are under constant pressure and the possibility and or the real threat of going to jail because of your content, they're just not going to have you on there. Let's be honest. What, what, what business savvy person would, you know, if this guy says something crazy, I go to jail, he's not going to jail, but I'm going to jail just because he's on my platform. They'd just be like, yeah, man, sorry, we can't do business with you. It sucks, but we can't. And I mean, unless you get somebody that has a platform that's got some cojones and goes, hey, you listen, man, I'm an America, Jack. Don't worry. I'm, I don't need to visit your country. No, I don't really give a damn. We're going to do things the way we want to do here. It's the Wild West. Uh, but I haven't seen too many people like that in these days and times. Okay, I don't see too many people standing up that way anymore. Maybe that was back in the day. But nowadays, it just seems like everybody cowers to this new superpower that's rising. Yeah, and it's a shame, but it just kind of seems that way. But it's, man, they are coming from every which direction. Yeah, I'm curious to see how this plays out with Rumble. I'm curious if they're going to deplatform platform one Rumble. I know that would be, for their for their business, that would be horrible. If you deplatform him, my God, you're going to lose everybody. <laughs> and it's getting harder and harder. Because <sighs> as much as I would like to tell you that if that happened, most people would walk away from Rumble, where are you going to go? I mean, where are you going to go anymore? There's nowhere to go. You're going to go to YouTube? YouTube will drop the hammer on you. 
at any given time, they'll deplatform you. You'll never even get platformed on YouTube because they'll give you three strikes and then you can't monetize. And then you're just making videos to make videos, but you're not making any money on your stuff. You know, the whole point of these people doing what they're doing is to make money. You know, my, my whole deal is when I get set up in my new area here and get the, I'll finally have all the right equipment that I need. I'm going to do live. And then my live is going to be at nighttime. You know, I'm, I'm thinking seven to eight and then, uh, and then that'll be the podcast for the next day. Anyways, I'm only going to do one recording a day, but, um, wh- where would I go? Where would you go? Cause if I'm seeing that, God forbid, I come on here and I say something that they don't like. And somebody says, Hey man, if you don't take that fat bald guy off there, then we're going to deplatform you. They'll depl- I mean, they're, we're going to arrest you. Then they'll just deplatform me. <laughs> I'm small potatoes. You know, it's just, there's nowhere to go. I mean, I know that we've been doing a, a fairly decent job creating parallel economies where you're having a lot of conservatives and Republicans stand up and we're creating kind of our, our own businesses, our own business models, our own places where we can all go and feel safe and, and, you know, still scream from the top of our lungs and, and speak truth. But it's getting harder and harder. You know, so many of these things crumble and so many other platforms rely on different people with servers and everything else. It's just difficult. I'm curious to see what Rumble's going to do. I hope they don't fold under the pressure because that's going to be horrible for all of us. If they end up folding and kicking Brand out, you just wonder, you know, where does it go from there? I mean, you got rid of him. You know, I think most people would agree in saying that they wouldn't feel pretty confident that if they say something stupid or what they deem to be stupid – that uh, that they wouldn't be deplatformed as well. So something to pay attention to. Like I said, it's not about the Russell Brand thing in general. It's it's just about the whole UK looking to arrest the CEOs of Rumble, and you just wonder what their reaction to that is going to be. So we're going to have to wait and find out. Uh, FBI is refusing to release documents in the probe into possible nationwide voter registration fraud. Gee, I wonder why. oh boy why won't you release to us and be transparent truth is transparent here it is this is what we got go ahead look through it because you're going to come to the same conclusion that we have oh that was horrible i couldn't almost get that word out conclusion jesus uh (laughs) uh, the fbi took over a 2020 probe and a voter registration fraud that began in michigan but has denied a Freedom of Information Act request regarding the investigation, citing an exemption in that law regarding ongoing investigations. Uh, okay, it's a 2020 investigation. We are we are pretty much about to get to 2024. By the end of this week, we're going to be in October. I mean, we're right at the end. We're four years removed from this or close to it, and we still can't we can't get any information. Uh, you guys want to let the clock run out. You want to hope people forget about things. You just want to let time go by. The real problem is you're not being transparent because you know that whatever you find, and you, I'm sure you have found something, it will just prove a lot of people's point. I would say the, the most realistic statement you can get about 2020 is simply this. Was there fraud? Was there voter fraud? Was there some shady things going on? Yes. Did it reach a level where it actually affected the outcome of the election? We don't know. And that's the real statement you're going to get. Was there some shady stuff going on? Oh, absolutely. Was it enough to overturn the election? It's questionable. We just don't know. Do I personally think it is? I do. But that's just my opinion. I don't have any fact. 
We have had plenty of court cases that prove that there has been fraud. I have them just here in the state of Florida alone that proves with who who has been prosecuted was that at a level that would have been uh, all would alter the outcome of the election here in Florida. No, but what about other states that aren't even investigating into it? I don't know. So the real statement I could give you is, yes, there was definitely some tomfoolery going on. Yes, there was definitely some uh, voter fraud. There, there, was, there was a lot of weird things going on that day for sure. Would it have changed the outcome of the election? I don't know. I really don't. I, there's no answer to that because no one's going to give us the real numbers. So we're, you're never going to know. It, then you just go by how you feel. And if you ask me my opinion and how I feel, I feel that yes. There was enough there to alter it because it just ever the way everything went down in 2020, when all the counting stopped and all the states that needed to fall into place for one person, Trump's leading, leading, leading. And then all of a sudden, once the counting stops, Trump keeps losing ground and losing ground and losing ground until ultimately he loses. <laughs> it just, it just looks so shady. So to me, yeah, I would say chances are that that probably did happen to other people. Probably not. Uh, the FBI makes me more confident that I am correct in how I feel when they deny allowing you to see any information into some of these investigations. That gives me a little bit more peace knowing that, yeah, I know I'm right. And of course you guys are going to hide it because you, I mean, the FBI's a real trusted institution anymore. Uh, so big shocker there. Uh, but yeah, it, it just justifies the way I feel and I feel that I'm right. And I probably am right, but we'll just never truly know because we'll never really get the real numbers. That's kind of where that's at. Uh, it is Thursday. (laughs) This will wrap it up for me this week. Uh, I did, uh, I did my best. I tried to come back and do the whole week, but, uh, things are what they are and, uh, busy is an understatement. Um, I will be all wrapped up by Friday. Uh, so Saturday will be the first day, I think, in in a while here that I've had the opportunity to sit down and finally relax and breathe a little bit. So next week I will be back to normal Monday through Friday as usual. Um, but I am taking this Friday off just because it is the end and I got to get done whatever I got to get done because that's the last day I got. With that being said, I hope you like what you're hearing. If you do, please tell some people about me. Spread the word. Tell them, hey, I know this big, fat, bald guy. He's got a beard. He's funny sometimes. Got some interesting interesting things to say. Can't speak half the time, but uh, you might want to check him out. (laughs) And if you'd like to reach out to me, go to one of my uh, social media handles and send me a message, and I will respond. Beyond that, I hope you have a beautiful weekend, and we will do it again on Monday.